firefighters work to save a load of toilet paper that was set ablaze in a tractor trailer fire. And after approving a whites-only church, a small Minnesota town insists they are not racist. Japan is developing wooden satellites in order to cut down on space junk. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. Oh, yes, guys, I got three weird stories from around the world. As usual, I'm glad you're here. Let's do it. Firefighters try to save a load of toilet paper that went up in flames in a tractor trailer fire. The sacred toilet paper. Here's a quote from the fire chief that tried to save it. Every toilet paper roll is sacred these days, and we did our best to save what we could. Firefighters worked to save a load of flaming TP sparked by a semi-truck's mechanical issue over the weekend. The incident occurred in Canmore, Alberta, Canada. According to the media, the semi-truck was traveling along the Trans-Canada Highway near Canmore when the back end of the trailer began to smoke. The unnamed driver then pulled over and called emergency services. Had to save that toilet paper, man. The toilet paper is sacred these days. It's worth its weight in gold, I'd imagine. When the firefighters arrived, the driver was okay, but the back end of the trailer had already gone up in the flames. So... Crews worked to save the load of toilet paper as best they could. Here's another quote from the fire chief. We responded to a report of a tractor trailer fire on the Trans-Canada eastbound, roughly in line with where Alpine Helicopters is located. Upon arrival, the back end of the tractor trailer was involved in fire and smoke. Our crews went in to knock it down right away. It seems to be a mechanical issue in the undercarriage at the rear of the trailer. Regarding the toilet paper... The giant load, which to some people, you know, in previous years would seem unimportant. But in 2020, flaming toilet paper is something you got to save. We tried to save what we could, you know, with that toilet paper. But between the fire and the water, it was, well, I'm sorry to say this, but it was almost a complete loss. I think even though it was heavy work, everyone was having a bit of chuckle about what we were trying to save, you know, because, well... If we're being honest with each other, every toilet paper roll is very sacred these days. What can I say? We did our best to save what we could. (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking at a photo of the back end of this truck. It is, well, it's a load of toilet paper. It's a lot of TP, and it's smoky. I'm sure a lot of it, if it wasn't burnt, is now covered in water. So it's, it's, the whole thing's got to be unsalvageable, I'd imagine. That's a lot of toilet paper gone to waste, and... You know, as the firefighter said in 2020, this this haul is worth something. I mean, this is this is the year of the toilet paper, if we're being honest, right? I was given some toilet paper. I was mailed toilet paper in the form of a care package, a couple care packages by some listeners of the show, and I'm very grateful. I still have a few rolls left, as a matter of fact. Is that's that's an update on my toilet paper situation. Got a few rolls left. I'm doing good. I made it through a good portion of the pandemic using just the toilet paper that was mailed to me through listeners. Um, you know, with the occasional, I, you know, I had to supplement it occasionally, but for the most part, I've, I've gotten through and I've been, I'm very appreciative of that toilet paper. It's a great gift to give somebody right now. And I think we should have a moment of silence for this Canadian toilet paper that was put to rest on that highway 
the Trans Canada Highway. <laughs> okay, that's enough silence for the toilet paper. A whites-only church has been approved for a small Minnesota town, but they claim they're not racist. When the church doors open, only white people are going to be allowed inside. This is the message that the Asatru Folk Assembly in Murdoch, Minnesota is sending after being granted a permit to open a church there and practice their pre-Christian religion that originated in Northern Europe. Well, what religion could this be? It doesn't say up top. I'm curious. Clearly, it's only for white people. Despite a council vote officially approving the permit this month, residents are still pushing back against the decision, understandably. Opponents have collected about 50,000 signatures online to stop the all-white church from making its home in this small farming town of only 280 people. Here's a quote from a longtime Murdoch, Minnesota resident, Peter Kennedy. I think they thought they could fly under the radar in a small town like this, but we'd like to keep the pressure on them. Racism? It ain't welcome here. Yes, well said, Peter Kennedy. Many locals say they support the growing population of Latinos here, actually. They have moved here to the area in the past decade because of job opportunities. They support the Latinos. They don't support the church. Somebody in the next town over named Gene had something to say about this whites-only church. Just because the council gave them a conditional permit does not mean that the town and the people in the area surrounding will not be vigilant in watching and protecting our area. Well said, Gene, on her Facebook page. Now, this religion, Asatru Folk Assembly, has been described as a, quote, neo-Volkish hate group that couches their bigotry in baseless claims of bloodlines grounding the superiority of one's white identity. Many residents call them a white supremacist or white separatist group. The church members, of course, deny this. Here's a quote from the Folk Assembly board member Alan Turnage. We're not. We're not racist. It's simply not true, all right? Just because we respect our own culture, that doesn't mean we're de denigrating someone else's culture. Okay. The group is based in Brownsville, California. They say their teachings and membership are for those of strictly European bloodlines. Uh, yeah, but don't we all come from the same black woman in Africa? I mean, this is what I've read anyways. Is it true? I mean, a lot of people are saying that. So then wh what does your European bloodline say about this then? You know, how do you incorporate scientific and historical facts into your your historical church lineage that's what i want to know i'm sure they have an answer for that what the thinker thinks the prover proves as you know the church was looking for a new church in the eastern north dakota region when they came across murdoch Ooh, lucky murdoch <laughs> you guys won the white church lottery it's unknown how many members they have worldwide or how many people will attend the new church. I'm sure it's enough to alarm this small farming town of only 280 people. What's that documentary on Netflix where the the religion came to their town? Hold on. Oh, it's called Wild Wild Country. Did you guys see that? A controversial cult leader builds a utopian city in the Oregon desert. <laughs> a utopia gone wrong. They actually won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Documentary Series, it says here. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I, I learned a lot. Very fascinating. This is kind of reminiscent of that when a religion moves into a tiny community 
And if you watch the documentary, you can see what the fallout of that can be. A lot of the religious leaders took over the local politics. They got on the board and uh, the, the council and everything, and they were just making decisions in favor of the of the cult, really. It was pretty nuts. And so these are concerns. According to the Asatru Folk Assembly website, they, quote, honor the gods under the names given to them by their Germanic slash Norse ancestors. Their forefathers, according to them, are were angels and Saxons, Lombards and Herali, Goths and Vikings. And as sons and daughters of these people, they are united by ties of blood and culture, undimmed by centuries. Uh, yeah, well, all right. So they're, I guess, worshiping the same gods that the Vikings worshipped. Is that what they're doing? That might be fun. There are a small contingent of church supporters in the Murdoch, Minnesota community. Here's a quote from one of them named Jesse. I find it hypocritical, for lack of a better term, of my community to show much hate towards something that they don't understand. I, for one, don't see a problem with it at all. He wrote that on his Facebook page. I myself do not wish to follow in this pagan religion. However, I feel it's important to recognize and support each other's beliefs. Okay, there, I said it. Well, all right, Jesse had more to say, apparently. Well, I mean, if a church can brand itself a strip club, then, you know, I don't see what's wrong with it, really. These churches now, I mean, some of them are mainstream, and then some of them are pretty fringy, and you don't know what they're getting into. There's the whole Satanist religion, and, you know, we do have this freedom of religion here, and you, whether or not they want to let in non-whites or not, I mean, you kind of can't really do anything about it. Um, you got to question why they wouldn't allow non-whites in. I mean, it's got to be difficult to find people to follow this weird religion that you have. You know, you're worshiping these Norse gods. It's a little out of the ordinary. You would think that you would want to open your doors to as many weirdos as possible to get them in there, you know? Because how many people really feel comfortable worshiping these unknown gods that are thousands of years old? It just seems like a strange... In other words, your religion isn't popular. Like, let more people in. Let people of all walks of life into your doors. It just that's how I would do it. Yeah. But then again, I just don't. I don't run a Norse Viking god religion. I just not even on not even on the weekends. I don't. I don't know. What do you guys think? Call the show six four six four five zero twenty twelve. Japan is developing wooden satellites to cut down on the space junk. A Japanese company and Kyoto University have joined forces to develop what they hope will be the world's first satellites made out of wood by 2023. Satellites made out of wood. This sounds not doable to me, but then again, I know very little about satellite technology, so let's learn something today. Japan has started research on tree growth and the use of wood materials in space. They will begin experimenting with different types of wood in extreme environments on Earth. Space junk, as you know, is becoming an increasing problem as more satellites are launched into the atmosphere. Wooden satellites, alternatively, would burn up without releasing harmful substances into the atmosphere or raining debris on the ground when they plunge back to Earth. One of the professors at Kyoto University says, We are very concerned with the fact that all the satellites which re-enter the Earth's atmosphere burn and create tiny alumina particles, which will float in the upper atmosphere for many years. Eventually, it will affect the environment of the Earth. The next stage will be developing the engineering model of this wooden satellite, and then we will manufacture the flight model. <laughs> 
Oh, you go, Professor Doy. So excited about your wooden satellites. I must be good to get paid to just make toys. This guy used to be an astronaut. He visited the International Space Station in 2008. During this mission, he became the first person to throw a boomerang in space. <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. You're the first person to throw a boomerang in space. I'd like to be the first person to hit a baseball in space. That'd be pretty dope. Although, someone's probably done that, I'd imagine. If they're already throwing boomerangs, then they've definitely hit baseballs. That, I mean, because the boomerang is a sport that you really don't get to until you've done the mainstream sports. Like, somebody's probably dunked a, a basketball or thrown a football in space as well. Um, so I won't be able to get my name in the books for either of that, any of those things. I'm never going to be allowed in space anyways. I'm still holding on to the dream that Weird AF News will be listened to in outer space at some point. Any astronauts listening to the show? Anyways, reach out to me. The article goes into some alarming statistics. Uh, experts are warning of the increasing threat of space junk falling to Earth as more satellites and spacecraft are being launched. There's about 6,000 satellites circling Earth. About 60% of them are defunct. They're no longer working. Therefore, they're considered space junk. Uh, current research estimates that almost 1,000 satellites will be launched every year this decade, which means that by 2028, there could be about 15,000 satellites in orbit. That's a lot of crap. Elon Musk's SpaceX alone has already launched more than 900 satellites and plans to deploy thousands more. Space junk travels at an incredibly fast speed of more than 22,300 miles per hour, so it, can have, so it can cause considerable damage to any object that it hits. In fact, in 2006, a tiny piece of space junk collided with the International Space Station, taking a chip out of the heavy reinforced window. Oh, man, imagine if it took out the window and just, I mean, it would destroy everybody inside the space station, I'd imagine. This space junk needs to... You know, it needs to be corralled. It needs to be taken, taken down. I don't know, recycled. I don't know what you do with space junk. This is, I mean, I'm, I'm barely getting hold of the recycling in my own apartment here. You know, plastic and glass bottles and whatnot. I mean, I, I just, I can't even wrap my head around what space junk would be and how you recycle such things. I've said this many times, but really not on the show. Um, if I ever encounter the alien. I'm going to ask them to take out the trash. It's going to be like, can you guys just do us a huge favor and take out all the trash? Take out all the recycle. Just get it off our planet and take it somewhere. I don't care where you take it. Okay, the universe is quite vast. You could stick it somewhere in the corner. I don't know. Just pick a planet somewhere and just put our trash there for us. I'd be really grateful. I would give them whatever they wanted. What do you guys want? What do you want? Some, some sweet potato pie? I mean, I don't know what aliens like. But I would do anything if they could just take out our trash. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to another episode of Weird AF News all the way to the outro. Look at you, big winner, big winner. Call the show if you um, if you uh, feel like you want to weigh in on any of those stories. Uh, like, is that Minnesota town racist because they approved a whites-only church? That's something we could have, a, I'm sure, a heated debate over. So call 646-450-2012 if you'd like to give your opinion on that. Um, what else can I say? Oh, follow me on Instagram at funny Jones on Twitter. I'm at funny Jones. You can email me funny Jones at gmail.com as well. And as always, we have a Patreon. Yes. The Patreon to support the show. It's patreon.com slash weird AF news, or you can go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon link there to join. Uh, I've been posting content almost daily on there. And uh, yeah, building it up. There's a lot of stuff on there, so you get quite a bit for your uh, 
for your money. Extra weird content. If that's what you're into, then you would you absolutely love it. And it's for as little as $2 a month, which is like buying Jonesy a, a, a half a cup of coffee, really. I mean, at these Los Angeles prices. <laughs> you could actually buy me coffee as well by going to weirdafnews.com and s- clicking on buy Jonesy a cup of coffee. It ends up being just like some money that's sent to my PayPal, I believe, but... Uh, you, you kind of get the impression that you're buying me coffee. I, I, I do buy, I, I will spend it on coffee for sure. And I'll give you a nice shout out on the show as well. I appreciate all of you for supporting the show in the ways that you do. Uh, thanks for everybody. Thanks for all the articles that you've been sending me. Appreciate that. Thanks for the emails and calls. Appreciate that. Uh, tell a friend about Weird AF News. If anyone asks you about the podcasts that you would like to recommend, I'd appreciate that so much. Uh, thanks again, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. 